Hey you, welcome to or welcome back to Keisha's house, motivation and inspiration. I'm Keisha and as always, I am so very glad that you stopped by. So today is Monday, April 10th, and I am thrilled to say I am recording today in my new house super excited. So those of you who have been following along for the last couple of months now, you know that myself and my family were going through a work move. We are now in our home and we're not fully settled, but we are here. And I'm really happy to say that I'll be working on my studio soon. So my background and everything is going to change, but I'm just happy to be here. I'm happy to be here with you and I'm back on my couch. So I'm so excited. So last week we focused on knowing and recognizing that where we currently are is not where our end goal has to be. It's only our current circumstances. But notice I say current. That means our circumstances can change. That means our current talent level can change with time, effort, and grit. And oftentimes we get stuck or fearful because our circumstances are not necessarily like someone else's. You know, I'm sure you've heard people say, don't compare yourself with people 10 years ahead of you. It takes time to learn your craft, to learn your skill, to get the education and the training that you may need to excel and do well in whatever it is that you want to do. So we have to recognize, don't be fearful, don't hold yourself back. Just know it's your starting point. It's not the finish line. So years ago, I used to run track. I liked regular, you know, track, not cross country. But one thing I recognized with the cross country runners was that they knew that their starting point was not the finish line. And what always surprised me was that they always couldn't see their finish line because their runs were so far. Now granted, yes, it may be a circle or some type of trail where they end up going back to their start, but the reality is they couldn't see that finish line majority of the race. Unlike me who would do a 110 hurdles or just a 100 meter sprint or a 200 meter race, from the beginning to the end, I can see that finish line. And for some of us, our journey or where we wanna go, it may not be that far away. And then for some of us, it might have a finish line that we can't yet see, but that's okay. It's recognizing, again, it's where we're starting. It's not where we're finishing. It's gonna take work, it's gonna take time, it's gonna take grit. Now, as you know, this month, our book of the month is Grit by Angela Duckworth. And as I was listening and reading through this book, I came across, I think it's chapter six, that really resonated with me. So Angela is a first generation immigrant. Her father came here from his home country, I believe it was China. And one thing that she said was that her father was a chemist. And what was interesting was she asked him, well, why did you become a chemist? Because in this specific chapter, they talked about the importance of purpose. And one of the things that he said was, well, in the family business, they needed a chemist. He really enjoyed history growing up, but they didn't need that skill or that talent. 
So his father decided that he was going to go to school and become a chemist. And what really resonated with me is I myself am a first generation immigrant. And I remember asking my mother, well, how did you get into the cosmetology industry? And she told me, well, it was her father and her aunt who had a discussion and they told her what her profession was going to be. And what was interesting is back then, obviously they didn't have computers yet, but she wanted to do something with coding and well, honestly, the technology doesn't even exist anymore. And she also dabbled with the idea of wanting to be a police officer, but it wasn't a choice that she was allowed to make. It was made for her. And so many people around the world, even still today, their families dictate what their careers are going to be. So Angela was speaking to a colleague of hers that actually interviews mega uh, I want to say stars in their industry, people are that are uber successful, this person will interview them. And they found that consistently through all of their interviews, everyone either says that they are lucky to be in this industry and that they have the opportunity to get up and do something they enjoy every day, or they may just flat out say, I love what I do. And that really surprised me. Because oftentimes everyone says, if you can do something you love, you'll never work a day in your life. But the reality is just like Angela, just like Angela's father, just like my family, we're told, hey, you need to get a job that is going to make sure it pays your bills. It takes care of you and your future family. So what you may love to do may not necessarily be what it is that you do. So what? does that mean for all of us that may be in a industry or may be uh, in had to do a study or degree that isn't what we love to do so getting a little personal in my last position I always said I love my job I love my job well I have a new job right now now I don't dislike it but it's different and this chapter made me stop and pause and reflect on my current situation. And I recognize that there is areas of my job that just don't fit my natural personality. So if you haven't noticed, or if you couldn't tell, I'm an extrovert. And my job would be something that an introvert or someone who doesn't like to work on teams would excel at. Well, that's not the way I am. I really enjoy working with teams and collaborating with other people and I enjoy people in communication and conversation. So what does that mean for me in this new role? I enjoy the work, but I am not yet at that point where I can say I love what I do and hop out of bed each morning. I recognized I needed to adjust and shift my approach to my work. I recognize that I know the things that I love to do. And if I can incorporate that into the work that I am doing, well then I'll be at one of those situations where I too can go back and say, I love my job. So what does that mean for you? If you find yourself in a position or a career that you are not yet enthusiastic about, what is it that you love to do? Let's say you're a creative. Can you bring some of that creativity into your workplace? And the reality is, some of us may not be able to make that adjustment and incorporate those skills, but what that does mean is like last week, it's our current circumstances is just our starting point. We can make that choice and that leap to make a shift in our career. And again, for some of us, we may be able to see that end zone or that finish line and know that it's an easy transition 
And then for some of us, it might mean we might have to put a plan together. I believe they say a dream without, or I should say a goal without a plan is just a dream. So what do we have to put in line to accomplish that goal? So it's not a dream. Look, I know for me, it's not always easy to say, all right, I'm just going to change my mindset, change my approach, and add in some certain steps and talk with people a little bit more at work. It may not be as smooth, but the reality is I'm now aware of it. So that's gonna be my challenge this week. How can I take my skills and the things that I love to do naturally and incorporate into my work? Is that a challenge that you can do as well? As I say every single week, it's not easy to make these changes and incorporate any of this. But the reality is we are trying, we're recognizing it, and we're pushing forward. So this week's quote is the following, change your thoughts and you change your world by Norman Vincent Peale. Change your thoughts and you'll change your world. Change your approach and you'll change your world. So till next time, I'll see you soon. And remember, you deserve to upgrade yourself, your life, and your future so you can truly begin living the life you want to live.